good old boy Never meaning no harm Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Straightening the curve Yeah the hills this episode and our cold beers are brought to you by our friends over at American Offshore. They are the industry standard for custom marine grade products for all year make model boats. American Offshore is home to the, uh, the biggest and hardest custom dashes, electronic switch panels, bait well, live well lids, and really just anything that is acrylic on your boat. Their products are designed and manufactured right here in the USA. They also carry some stock items for specific year make model boats and they can even make you a badass custom license plate for your boat trailer, vehicle, or whatever. Take your idea to them and they'll turn your idea into a reality. Go support this small veteran owned company by visiting their pages. Check them out at American Offshore on Instagram, American Offshore Fishing on Facebook, and visit their website at www.americanoffshorefishing.com. Use the promo code HARDWOODBOYS for 5% off. And also, call. you can call Michael directly. Here's his line. His number is 855-506-BOAT. That's boat. Boat. Oh. Oh, pop a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Hardwood Boys, episode 83. Oh, gee. Oh, <laughs> oh, we're oh, struggling today, oh, huh? Man, man. we're off our games. It's Easter Sunday. <laughs> My wife and daughter are in New Orleans, so I got a free afternoon. That's why I'm here. Uh-huh. Happy Easter, everybody. Happy yeah, Easter. Happy Easter. You're going to hear this next, or you're going to hear this Thursday. This one will come out Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, because we still have one that we did last week that's oh, going nice. to come out Tuesday. So we're ahead now. Nice. So we'll be, we'll be Thursday and we'll get the one for, for next Tuesday. Yeah. yeah, so we're good. Okay. Uh, this is two in a row we've had everybody. It's kind of rare yeah. as of lately. Yeah. I don't know Brand, if I'll be on the Brand's next so one. Brandon's so tired he's not going to talk, I'm sure. Hell, I'm going to talk. Oh, you're going to talk? <laughs> Just about you. <laughs> <laughs> he got, no, you got to talk about that wild hog he's, he's been cooking all day long. Nobody texted me or told me anything about it. I don't even, I smell it right now. And nobody, he's still out It's not I'm done. Looking. I was going to bring it over for everybody and oh, it's yeah. not done. How are you cooking it? Smoking it. On your big green egg? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, okay. It'll be good about midnight when it's done. I'll be around. <laughs> I'm out there. It was like 145, 150. It's got a ways to go. Oh, get. wow. Yeah. Damn. So, Plus, was like, you're going to bring it up and shred it? You're going to have to let it get up to like 190? Yeah. Yeah, oh, 195. Take, you'll be up all night. How long have you been cooking for? I put it on at noon. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it didn't take that long the last time I did it. It only took a couple hours. Is it a shoulder? What part yeah, of it's the, a shoulder. Yeah. Wow. I wonder if the outside temperature means anything. I, I don't know. I well, the problem is eggs? my temperature gauge on my green egg is yeah. broken. So uh, I have no idea what temperature uh, it is. So I think it's a little low because I'm just uh, trying to judge it. Yeah. You yeah, have so little no, internal ones that sit in the meat? No. I'm not fancy. I'll, I'll let you borrow one. They're pretty <laughs> you nice. just stick your finger down in there. I got one you, you like stick in the meat, but it doesn't stay in there. Man, you got to get one of those. Oh, yeah, with the little wire. And yeah, it, it changes the game. You just walk by. Mm. It's got another hour. Yeah. You don't have to touch it. <laughs> my yeah, but then I don't have to sit out there all the time. Yeah, but I my mother like cooks uh, uh, prime rib, yeah. bone in, prime yeah. rib, whatever. And yeah, you got they got the thermometers going. Mm. And, you know, I like it because I mean I've always cooked steaks by touch. You can mm. feel them like yeah, it's about medium rare. 
But if you're doing an expensive steak, which you know, or once a year, or a big piece of meat, or a big piece of meat, you don't want to burn it. Put that in there, and you get it perfect. Just sous vide. Mess it up. Yeah, you sous vide. You oh, okay, I'm it. not that fancy. Then <laughs> 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 I got to buy a sous vide as well. I guess you could sous vide a big pork shoulder. I mean, if you had a big enough, absolutely, I've done ribs. Yeah, yeah. Brain has done a big. Yeah, piece you just of don't meat. get the smoke, the smoke ring in it. That's mm. the problem with the sous vide. Uh, you, you need to do the sous vide and then put your little smoke gun in the water and let it bubble in Dude, there. That's something I've got. But it's in a bag. I've got it. Bag. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but you can do it you after you sous vide it. But no, you can put the smoke into it and bag. seal it off. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think that air is going to transfer the heat as well. It hmm. might after. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but, but if you, you put the smoke in it and then vacuum once seal you vacuum it, seal it, it's going to pull the smoke out if you vacuum it. It won't seal all of it. Yeah, it might. Hmm. That's the whole thing of the vacuum. It'd be worth trying. You put it like a Ziploc bag. Yeah, we're going to have to do an experiment. Or or just like like my mom does with her brisket, she cooks it in the oven, but it smells like she smoked it. She puts liquid smoke. Liquid liquid smoke. smoke. Yeah, but that bark and that ring make a big deal. Oh, I I know, but if you're just trying to get that smoky flavor, you can Mm. totally do it with liquid smoke. I didn't know that existed. It's concentrated, though. You can overdo it. You you got I mean, I've only drank it like two or three times straight (laughs) out of the bottle. Take a shot of it. (laughs) Oh, that's some good stuff. I'm thinking about mud chugging it tonight. Your farts farts smell good. I like that night when we were on our porch. Yeah. Giving you smoke. Smoked ultras. Man, yes. we smoked my ultras. I don't know about that. You know, it was awesome. It, was, it tasted it, like being at a campfire. Yeah. It reminded me of being in Blackwater around a campfire drinking a Michelob Ultra. Huh. So imagine if you, yeah, if you had your normal beer and you smoked it. Yeah. And then you're every sip. You literally. You think you're at a campfire. So what is the purpose of the smoke gun? I have a little, just like to do something like, like Brandon came over. He's like, hey, I want to smoke Yeah, I did fish. some fish in a bag and put smoke in there and left in the refrigerator for two days. And it just infiltrates oh, the meat. Yeah, it was like it was. Sm- it's just smoke. for flavor. Because we were doing like only the flavor. We were doing like smoked trout or whatever. But I just put it yeah. in the bag and set yeah. it in the fridge. Travis said that they're starting Ooh. to do it at bars and stuff, so yeah. like smoking drinks. We were doing it just joking. I've yeah. seen that. But it, I was at a fancy restaurant <laughs> one time. And they they brought out a piece of oak or I don't remember what it, some I don't know, and they torched it. Uh-huh. And they put the glass on there upside down. Yeah. Yeah, let the smoke thing. sit in it's there the and then pour yeah. it. It's pretty His is a lot easier. Yeah. Though. Mine's <laughs> a breville. You put a little bit of wood wood chips in there. Is that what they're calling it now? Wood yeah. chips? That's yeah. what it was. I swear to God, when those people were walking down the street there, for a while, like, they were probably like, these smokers up here. Yeah. Because <laughs> we yeah. were acting a fool. <laughs> you got one of those. You got grow lights in your windows. <laughs> oh, what yeah. you got going on? It's all vegetables. <laughs> yeah. There yeah. are some herbs growing. A lot of pit bulls like, running around outside for yeah. protection. Yeah, big dogs and the tur- tortoises for protection. <laughs> <Yeah>. Protection tortoises. <laughs> Attack tortoises. People that are speaking of that, yeah. you know, we were we were camping, and uh, this little kid comes over there and like this little boy, and he's like like kind of chasing Riley. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Moose was outside, and he was on his little chain. After after Moose like kid, he couldn't come within fifty feet of our camper, and Moose was going nuts. Really, so yeah, wow. protective. Oh yeah, being protective. Well, she opened the door on the camper, and he came out like like she, instead of closing the door, and this this man and lady were walking their Australian Shepherd. And Moose was twice the size of Australian Shepherd. Well, he's twice the size of every dog. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> and, why his name is Moose. Yeah, and, Moose. Uh, 
like Boosh just ran up there to him. Yeah. And kind of sniffing on him a little bit. And I, I walked up. I was at the lake. And so I walked up and put my hands on Boosh and, like, was going to lead him away. And then Australian Shepherd decided he was going to be, like. Oh, tough. Yeah, like one of those little punk kids. Not going to do nothing. Once your dad got yeah. there, now I'm going to talk some yeah, stuff. Well, yeah. What, once somebody's got a hold to you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of try to show out a little bit. And, and that woman was like, you're. You're an idiot. She said her exact words. She looked at her dog and said, "You need to grow some balls." Whoa. I was like, "Whoa!" I mean, Moose you comes sure, out you there. You sure she wasn't talking to you? No, positive. Yeah. Positive. Uh, so yeah, I, I went fishing this weekend. Caught. Um, yeah, so somebody did I, some outdoor. Type I sent y'all a picture of one fish. On my kayak, I have a little center, like dry space. Yeah. And so I put my phone down in there, and this is before I put my phone in there. I caught that that first fish. Yeah. And I took that picture, and I was like, man, my my phone was getting wet because it's had constant. I put yeah. it in there. It's too much of a pain in the ass. That thing to went down in every, there. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm holding my fish pole in one hand and fishing the other. I can't. I couldn't get my phone. I was so. just talking about that today because we at the marina we see people kayak fishing all the time, mm-hmm. and there and we were talking about some some of those fancy Hobie kayaks are like thirty five hundred dollars, four thousand dollars, five thousand dollars. Just the pedaling, but they're nice. Thin, oh, they're you nice. know, it, it, that's a fifteen hundred dollar piece of equipment right there. So I, we were talking about it. Even if I liked or could sit in a kayak and fish, <laughs> I've tried it. I don't like it because there's no room to do anything. No, you're you're, no, you're there. You're sitting down, and you're, you're holding your pole down. and you're holding the paddle. So I mean, even if you had the, I mean, the foot pedal things, that would yeah. be nice. I got a two hundred dollar special from Tractor Supply. That's what I fish. Yeah, <laughs> how do you feel about see. those? Behind you. Paddle paddle board. That's basically what mine is. I, I have like to put my tough. feet in the water to it's, stabilize it. It's not. What? So you're standing up. You can't stand up. Well, so that one's got D-rings on it where you can strap a cooler down to it. That's and helpful. it's got you other attachments where you can put a little handrail on there where you rod holders. Okay. And See, that would be the really fancy ones, that one has it, but it doesn't have the attachment. It has that little mini um, sand anchor with a button. You've seen those? The oh, talon really? anchors? Like, oh, yeah. yeah like a little push pole Sand spear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Push a paddleboard. Mm-hmm. Like a, really? like you can outfit them as or, much as you want. Really? Huh. Yeah. That now, would make more sense to me if you could sit in a ice on an ice chest mm-hmm. on a paddleboard, to where if you hooked in something, you can I can stand up and actually right. fight the thing. But when you're in a kayak, pretty, I would flip it's, out. It's pretty fun catching a fish because I mean he he kind of pulls you a little bit. Well, imagine a bull yeah. red, a I'll thirty inch me, red. You'd I be, used to do it like, all. You're going the time. for a ride, yeah. a Cajun sleigh ride. Yeah, you would put your hands up like a. When we would go like to Ship Island and we fished the stumps on the southeast side, yeah, um, and, and we would fish with live pinfish mm-hmm. going underneath the popping mullet. Um, it, as soon as you hooked up, you you were having to drop your anchor. You know your twenty five pound anchor you held in between. Your, you had to drop it because bull reds. Yeah, when you're yeah. catching a, a forty inch redfish, oh, sure. yeah, you, you need yeah. some drag on it. Yeah, I bet yeah. a, a sea anchor would work. You know those bags that you drag. It, it probably it would, it really would probably well. help some. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's still gonna take you a long ways off. We've seen those fools that catch uh, marlin, blue marlin. On kayaks. I've seen that. I yeah. saw oh, one you of those, gotta have a, sea, a huge sea anchor on that. Yeah, I saw one of those round. Uh, I don't think they do. No, they just they just fight them. They fight with the drag. Just, just, just imagine. Yeah, but you're being pulled with it. Trying well, they, to paddle. With they a toss sea it anchor out, out of a big yeah, boat oh, yeah. and the boat falls. Uh, it's just for sport. Oh. No, yeah, saw, they're not paddling out. I saw a video of there's this new round thing. Looks like a big just round pod sitting there. The guy's got a chair and it swivels, and he's fighting one of those Goliath groupers, and it broke his pole. 
you know, he's got boats around him. He's doing you it for like TikTok or something. No, it's not. It's <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Apparently, Facebook knows I like clicking on those fishing and hunting videos, uh, which makes sense. It's for work. It's work research. Oh, Ooh. gotcha. We did have something happen today, which it has nothing to do with fishing or anything. But one of our customers went out to Cat Island. Her and her family, they go out there once a year to pick up trash. Just you know, they like they do that, for the, which I think it's awesome. And she likes just looking for shells and stuff like that. And and she came back. I'll show y'all a picture of it. She found an arrowhead out on Cat Island. Wow. Really? I mean, and I was thinking, oh, it's gonna look a, a rock that's gonna look like an arrowhead. When she pulled it out, I was like, that's amazing. Huh. Um, an arrowhead? Yeah, an arrowhead was on it? the beach. On the beach. Yeah. So and so I started doing some research, and I'll I'll, t- I'll tell y'all about the research I came up because at first I'm thinking, is this on TikTok? Also? No, no. I don't know where I got the research. <laughs> I just typed in Native Americans on Cat Island. That's all I typed in because I was thinking, it's just odd to find it on. Yeah, beach. I know we like had it? arrowheads. I mean, in, yeah, Indians, really? Native Americans here in this area a, a long time ago. And I'm sh- at some point that was the shoreline. Cat Island wasn't an island. I'm sure thousands of years ago. But still, if you're thinking thousands, Feasibly, yeah. or they took a dugout canoe out there, that's 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 another option. <laughs> I'd say that's more likely. Well, I mean, that's probably it could be both. a, a tough move. Talking, yeah. yeah, we don't have enough really waves years to move ago. the barrier islands too much. Yeah, I know. But they're moving east and west too. Yeah, they. I mean, yeah, storms like one way or eventually the other. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. which way they're moving, but they so, are moving from. They're definitely. I think they're going to erode and be gone, but. But this is. I mean, we're thinking. Yeah, she's short, 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 but like the East Coast, a thousand years ago, she probably coast bought that at no, like. No, I, I know the lady. Look at it. She probably bought that at. That's Keith. like the museum they, they type. That's a that's a nice area. No, she she. I don't think shocked. so because the ones they sell at gas stations they usually look, just have yeah. notches at the yeah. end. Versus mm-hmm. that one actually, with wire you could see where stuff. it would go. No, this is a shaft. Was that? And look at that. Yeah. And she came. That's perfect. Yeah. And so I started thinking about. it. I was like, man, you're talking thousands of years ago, maybe. I don't. Who knows. But then I did research on it, and I'll read. I'll show you what I read, and I want to read it so it's accurate. There's still a tribe out there, nineteen sixty. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, kind of. Watch. Let me go to the beginning of what I read. When I looked in um, Native Americans on Cat Island, um, and this this is the article. The this is the gym. The this Cat Cat Island is referred to as the gym of the Gulf Coast Islands National Seashore. Cat Island is located just off Mississippi's coast between Pascrishan and Gulfport. Cat Island, which was discovered by the French in 1699, got its name when the explorers mistook the island's raccoons for cats. In 1781, Juan de Cuevas received the island via a Spanish land grant, and it remained in his family for generations. And that makes sense. Cuevas Galile Road. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there's a lot of Cuevases around here. Um, supposedly, Juan de Cuevas fired the first shots against the British in the War of 1812 from Cat Island. As legend goes... He woke up in December 1814 to find hundreds of enemy warships in his front yard. How did he feel about firing that first shot? Well, for his actions, <laughs> oh, Cuevas, he, he later became known as the hero of Cat Island. The War of 1812 is just part of Cat Island's in- interesting past. Though no longer in existence, the island actually had a lighthouse, uh, the very the first end. lighthouse yeah. on Mississippi's Gulf Coast, which there's still poles there, right, but there's yeah. no lighthouse. It's, um, and it's only I was reading about that a couple weeks ago. Because of its seclusion, it was a popular spot among pirates and criminals. Notorious thieves such as Jean Lafitte and the James Copeland gang allegedly buried their stolen loot on the island. 
and during Prohibition, the island was regularly used by Al Capone's bootleggers to hide their illegal alcohol, which was interesting. I think somebody had said that, and I had heard That's why before. the coves allegedly called Smugglers Coves. Smugglers yeah. Coves, they were smuggling. Um, mm-hmm. And at one time, Cat Island served as an encampment site for Seminole Indians. Hmm. As part of the Trail of Tears, the tribe was kept on the island until being moved to a reservation in Oklahoma. That's that's when I went. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, it was probably the Seminole being Indians. Being on Cat Island and then going to Oklahoma, I'd probably be Big like, difference. "Thank you." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cat so, Island's pretty rough. And then, so that was <laughs> well, where well, the I mean, that's where the arrowhead pretty, comes but, from. Yeah. But now, is that a native rock it's to Cat Island, or they did they bring be, it? They probably brought it with them. That's what. So, but I told her to go get it checked out. How did you survive? I wouldn't think that that rock me neither. Except for some raccoons. Thought, do you think they let them weapons? Maybe. Not a lot. But then the most peculiar I think I could survive out there pretty easily. Cat Island? Yeah. It's fresh water. It'd just be a lot of bugs and yeah. other than the bugs. Other yeah. But I think you could survive. Have to start eating horse or something. But it says the most <laughs> peculiar time in Cat Island's it would history. Not be easy to... The most peculiar time in Cat Island's history was probably during World War II when it was used as a secret military site. Mm-hmm. During this time, the U.S. government attempted to train dogs to sniff out Japanese enemy because it was believed that Japanese had a distinct odor. And that's pretty much all the article. That didn't work out so well. Yeah, I'm sure. So Did this they is... have a distinct odor? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess they didn't. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's that's where it came. You know, do I, I did the do research. I stink, guys? Because my grandmother's Japanese. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you smell a little. That's what I smell. So yeah, so we, I thought, we thought that was Brandon's pig over there. That's, that's me. No, that's you smelling the Japanese smell. Yeah. No, we don't think Japanese people smell any different. That was proven by the dogs that couldn't find them. So, right. Uh, but yeah, I, so I was thinking when she got it, when I first saw it, I was just shocked by it. Mm-hmm. But then when I did some research, it kind of makes sense. If they were out, if they were Seminole Indians, and when was the Trail of Tears? 1800 sometime. Yeah. Not saying a, an earlier Native American couldn't have paddled out there. I'm that's sure. That's just a long way, way to paddle. To paddle. You say that, but if that's your only means of transportation, and people you, do it yeah. once a month here, and there's a kayak club that goes out there from, I think, Long Beach. Yeah, there was an artist the yeah, but, from Ocean but, Springs that used yeah. to do it, and he lived out there, and then he would come back yeah. when he needed supplies. That's that's a that's a long. It is a long. Way. That's a long way to go. <laughs> yeah, when you guys have guys I work with that are going to swim out there shortly. Yeah, it's a long way to go if you when you have a forty or fifty kidding. hour work week and you only have weekends to go do it yeah. for fun. <clears throat> but if you're doing it and it's a way of yeah. life and you're running out of resources here or you're tired yeah. of the tribe that you're with, yeah, you they probably pick go you out, out there and yeah. catch a lot of food. I'm gonna yeah while you're oh, out there and bring it probably yeah. throw up a hide or something use it as a sail yeah, and push you out about, there a little like, quicker. Even in Hawaii, I mean they still do it. They have they have tribes. They probably had go the, out in the those paddle. canoes and yeah they had the Hobie cats. They probably had the Hobie cat paddles. Technology back to the kayaks, I was trying to to think in my mind if I could put like that that eye motor. Mm-hmm. What's the high motor? The motor. Oh, the eye pilot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah if I could put that on my kayak, yeah. and then the, I don't have to paddle it. It might be a little heavy. Them, they make them with it. They're specifically for kayak. I don't think it's the eye pilot. It's probably not as big as that. But they, they push you, man. But you'll have to have some sort of rudder. They're just stationary to mount on the bottom. We'll little, figure it out. Bring it over. We'll you get you a out. little remote control thing that's right by in front. So, of if anybody's going to get it, it's going to be Vic. He's going to have it. <laughs> 
he's he's already got. I showed you they they invented your uh, or somebody's doing it where you just sit in the chair and you press a button and it lifts you. The, the I climber, saw that. The automatic not, climber. It's, not, it's like it's the chair lift from the gremlins yeah. just pulls you up the tree. <laughs> yes. I wonder how silent it is. We'll it go, didn't we sound go, loud. We go into houses and they'll, like, sometimes... It's like one of those old roller coaster clank, 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 clank. Tick, 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 tick. Yeah. And they'll sit on that chair so they go up and down the stairs. If they could make it sound like... If you had sounded like corn... But if you had a feeder... That mm-hmm. made the same sound. That's what I'm saying. And threw corn out. Like the corn. Oh, they would like just draw them <laughs> in. <laughs> like, oh, the corn's out. So here they come. <laughs> okay, we're at the end. We're at 20 minutes. Well, we haven't even talked about anything. Oh, no, <laughs> no, we did. No, we we talked about his bass. We talked about the arrowhead. Well, I was going to say too that there was a, a guy that was fishing out in our little cove. Like when I was coming back. Yeah. Um, he had a. He was in a power boat, and he was running a trolling motor. He had a little green cork sitting off the back of it. And he was throwing a beetle spin, and so I'm paddling up there by him and was talking to him for a little bit and asked him what he'd been catching. And he had caught, he told me he caught 10 crappie on the beetle spin. Yeah. Um, just in like my little cove right there. I didn't even fish in, in my little cove. I went out, like Brandon, I showed you on the map. Yeah, I saw and map. I, yeah. I went into the, into the shallows yeah. to, the, to the left and, and kind of fished all out along the bank over there where the trees were. Um, I was kind of kicking myself in the ass because I only brought like. I had a plastic worm on one rod and reel and my little scum frog on mm-hmm. my other one. And if I think if I would have had like my little jerkbait, Rapala, yeah. I probably could have picked up some crappie because when I went at one cove, it, something was going after the little shiners because they were jumping out of the water all around. Yeah, not right, not right. me, it's like yeah. the other fish. Yeah. Now, Brim should be on the beds right about now, right? Oh, uh, sure, I, right? I think it's a little bit cold right now for Brim, but yeah. the bass are bedding up right now. Mm-hmm. And the crappie. Mm-hmm. Be good what did you catch your bass on? Uh, it's come frog. On the top water. Yeah. Well, I, I caught one, the biggest one on the scum frog, and okay. everything else I caught down low. Okay. It's a watermelon sea. Like, yeah, it's a watermelon sea, little four inch lizard. Okay. And you just bounce it, slow bounce it yeah. on the bottom, and you feel and take it. Mm-hmm. I remember bass fishing. I, a lot of times, it. lately I've been fishing, it's called wacky style, um, where you just hook it sideways. Hook it right sideways. It. Yeah. yeah, it looks like a frog. It. it looks like frog legs swimming in. And that works. You it still does. drop it on the bottom and just no, let it sink. You let it bounce. sink. It doesn't. It won't go all. I mean, I guess it could go all the way down. I don't ever let it sink. You don't put any weight on there. You just hook mm-hmm. it. Just let hook it free float, it, and, and it'll Ooh, start whatever. sinking. He catches a lot of fish with it. Man, <laughs> I'm like, weird. Vic, that's stupid. And then he's just pulling fish in the boat. Still stupid. Still stupid. This is how I'm doing it. Hooking it right through the middle of the worm sideways. <laughs> Who taught you how to do that? <laughs> he pulls up all the yeah, fish. I still haven't caught it. a fish yet. Yeah. Stupid. I hadn't done it yet. I'm like, Brandon, just try a wacky style. No. Nope. 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 <laughs> that's, that's way too wacky for me, man. I can't handle it. That's the Quinn. Uh, no, D's the one who put me on that. And I, we were that's fishing, weird and I'm like, I'm like, D, what the hell is this? Like, man, it's wacky D, that's stupid. I'm like, I'm like, you are not going to catch a fish. And he was like, okay, yeah. let's see what happens. I, you know, I'm, I'm using my the standard, you know, Carolina rig uh-huh. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm not even getting a bite. And dude, yeah. D put like four fish in the boat. And I'm like, how the hell do I rig that, this up? Yeah, yeah. How do you do that? It, yeah, we're yeah. seeing someone else do it, and we'll prove it to you right there. So, yeah. Seeing it. So I, I tied it on there, and... and Pitched, pitched my little 
finesse worm out there, and I, I mean, it was just it was sinking, and I already was getting the tap. So I'm like, wow. oh, yeah, I yeah. hadn't even touched it. And I was, it's the exact same thing with Steve at the marina, um, the guy I work with. When we fish for trout every now and then, we get shrimp live, you know, right there. If they're the shrimp rim, the trout are there. So I always hook them right through the horn, and then if for some reason, you know, if they keep, if I keep missing them and the the, the head is left. You know, they get the body without the head, then I'll hook them through the tail. Mm-hmm. And Steve's over there hooking them right through the middle and catching more fish than me. And I wouldn't, I refuse to do it forever. Then finally I was like, I'm going to do it. I don't care who says what. And I'm catching more fish because of it. I, I think, you know, when they come up to bite it, if they get half the shrimp in their mouth. One or, half or the other. They're yeah, getting the if, get, if they get <laughs> yeah. half and they run off like they do, they leave you the tail, just the tip of the tail or just the head. Mm-hmm. That means they're they're not just swallowing it. They're coming up and taking a bite of it. In the middle, yeah, so that was Steve's theory. And now I, I don't do it every time, but if I lose a fish or two, then I'll hook it in the middle. Y'all have a lot of black drum back there. We do. Yeah, my niece. I usually just do day. hunks for those. Yeah, they, just a hunk of dead just trying to yeah, catch something. You, yeah. Do you eat the black drum? Small ones, like maybe I don't know below. Yeah, I eat 20, them. below twenty inches or so. They're good. Yeah, black but drums anything are good. bigger they're than just that, a pain they the butt to, they're just a pain in the butt to clean. Kind of like a redfish or sheephead. They're just a pain in the butt to clean. But yeah, they taste good. That tastes really good. I've never had one. Oh, yeah. I've, I've yeah they're not the most flavorful I, fish. I've but eaten, I, I there's no like flavor it. to them. That's why they're such yeah. good. Drum and sheephead. The, yeah. Well, sheephead's a good white meat. I do yeah, like drum, sheephead. Drum's it's similar to that. Real white. I cooked some sheephead on the boat a couple yeah. weeks ago. Oh, my God. It's flaky. They, you they use that for crab, uh, crab substitute. Yeah. I, I heard That's kind of that. what I did. Just put butter on there and um, some xanarans. Yes. Oh, I heard that. I boiled it in crab bowl or crawfish bowl one time because I'd heard they use it. Just like crab meat. People are fighting over it. In most restaurants, when you get crab meat and something, it's sheephead. I'd rather have that than the, the uh, imitation crab meat. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> oh, that's I don't even terrible. know what that is. The red dye on the side. Yeah. Speaking of which, I'm Catholic, so I had to go eat fish on You're Fridays. Catholic? Yeah. <laughs> get out. Eat fish on Fridays. I didn't know that. And I go, We're done here. I go to Subway, and I'm like, I want seafood sub. Oh, yeah. We don't sell that anymore. What was what? in that seafood? That fake oh, crab. That fake crab. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably it's probably chicken. Real yeah. meat. It's, yeah. it's probably it's, beef. It's white. It's, it's white fish. I mean, it had been so long since I ordered one fish. Yeah, fish. Way. I didn't know. I mean, I thought it was beef. No, it's like a white. It's a white fish. <laughs> but they're too. They just die a little red on the side. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Subway's gone downhill since Jared got in trouble. I Okay. Never made it no harm. We're done at 26. Point seven minutes. Please hold your devil's hand and trouble with the light. Wear your life jackets. Safety third. Safety third. Stay tight. Keep the bottom wet. Bottom wet. Stay tight. Keep the line wet and tight. Someday the mouth might get on the wall. And as always, stay hard. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.